Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Well, everyone, and welcome to episode 14. This is our 14th podcast of Leading from Alignment with uh, all-around good guy, guru, life coach, and and just mentor, mentor slash tormentor. He tells us what we want to hear, and he tells us what we need to hear. John Opaluski. How are you doing this morning, John? Jim, I'm doing well. Good to be with you. Good. I'm excited about the topic today because there have been several um, just well-known, it's, it's made the national press, you know, Christian, if you will, leaders or influential, that's probably a better way to say it, influential yeah. Christians who have recently just said, you know what, I'm not sure that I believe. And, and I know that there's common denominators between between these folks. Right. Uh, and I think there's things we can be aware of. But I think today's lesson is not how do we not become national news because we've lost our faith, but how do we finish well? And right. it, it is not uncommon to not finish well. It's uh, as you read the great uh, Roberts Lairdon wrote a book called God's Generals about three quarters of the people that were just these tremendously effective, used by God people did not end well. They right. they burned out somewhere. They had issues, there were scandals. So I'm, I'm looking forward today. Tell us uh, a, a little bit about your thoughts on finishing well. Well, I, I guess my first thought is it's not easy to finish well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Well, thanks for that encouragement. Yes. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, after you hear a few of these uh, high-profile public confessions, <clears throat> you might begin to wonder, does anybody finish well? And, and even more personally, will I finish well? And, and doubt can begin to creep in. I think we see in the in Scripture, even uh, a lot of leaders that didn't finish well, yeah. uh, especially in the Old Testament. And and here's some good news for everybody this morning. You you, you don't have to wonder about it. About it, we can yeah. finish well. Yeah. You know, the Apostle Paul said, "I have finished the race." Yes. And if Paul could finish well, it's it's not a stretch to think we can too, because the yeah. same Holy Spirit that lived in Paul lives in us. Yes. And that's the key, isn't it? It's not the popularity. It's not the up and to the right charts that show growth. It's, I mean, when he wrote that, he was in a prison cell in Rome, slated for execution, right. and was, in his own words, abandoned by everybody. When he showed up for his first defense, no one appeared with him. He'd gone from being a super apostle, if you will, that was known throughout Christianity, that caused more revivals and riots than, you know, than, than anybody probably in Roman history. And, uh, and now he's all alone, forgotten. Right. And he's and he's that same faith that was there on the platform is in that prison cell towards the end of his life. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 I I read a good book a while back uh, by an author named Terry Walling. Mm-hmm. And the name of the book is Stuck. Mm-hmm. And it's a book about transition. Yeah. Uh, but he writes something about finishing well that I thought was so beautiful. And I, I'd like to just share yeah, that please. with uh, the audience today. Finishing well is a term that refers to reaching the end of one's life. And having been faithful to the calling God has placed on that life, finishing well is about Christ's followers being more passionate about Christ and his mission as they fulfill their life's purpose than they were in the beginning. Wow. And I just thought that was really awesome that you finish uh, stronger than you started. Right. So there's every time I hear a sentence like that, the the ought to sentence, my first question is how to. How how do you do that? Like what are the – I think – that's a great goal, just like retirement's a great goal. But if I don't put away something every week, every month, every year that accumulates, how, what are the steps that you would say accumulate to become that that finish? Jim, I, I think I'd like to talk about three of them today. I'm sure there's more yeah. than three, 
But I, I want to I talk about three ideas with you in terms of how do we finish well. Here's the first one, and that is to go upward, Yeah. to go upward. And by that, I mean developing and nurturing our relationship with Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's simple stuff, right? But Crucial. it exponentially yeah. increases our chances of, of finishing well. Yeah. And, and so by that, I mean learning how to create moments of meaningful connection with him every day. Yeah. Uh, and that pushes our faith roots deeper. As a brand new Christian, I was tw- less than 24 hours old hmm. as a Christian. Uh, I had a mentor in my life who gave me a Bible, taught me how to pray, taught me how to read Scripture, how yeah. to memorize Scripture, and wow. imprinted on me how important it was to do that every day. Wow. So I got off to a, good, yeah. an amazing start. Yeah. And 45 years later, that's just become a discipline of my life, a daily part of my life. Right on. So yeah. going upward, I think if we want to finish well, you know, creating those meaningful times of connection with the Lord uh, is one of those things. Has to be. Yeah, we're talking about Paul in his prison cell right in Second Timothy, and he says, I've finished the race, I fought the fight, I kept the faith. And, right. and the one thing, that, you know, racing and fighting and faith have one thing in common, and that's pain. Mm. You know, distance racing is very painful, fighting is very painful, right. and faith can be very painful. That, that holding on, that not giving up, that not surrendering, you know, in combat is so huge. And having, you're not going to get through this without God. Right. It, it's intended to be that way, though, right? It's not like, yes. you know, some lives are so hard they need God. It's like, no, all, all lives need God. There's, there's never a moment when you don't need that hand to hold on to. Right, and I think sometimes uh, people who love the Lord and, and leaders can fall into this category, too. They, they tend to increase their, their prayer life, their word life when things get hard. Mm. And then when things get a little easier, they back off. I've, I've just never been able to get my head around that, Jim, I, I, because I was taught at an early age yeah, yeah. that this is how you walk with Jesus. Yeah. And, and so I, I would like to encourage any leader, anybody that's actually listening to this podcast today, if you want to finish well, go upward and do that yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. And something we've done recently around here is we found uh, on the, the Bible app a— uh, a devotion that a group of us do together, a group of men. And we're in different places, different times. It's hard to find meeting time. Let's all meet at the coffee shop. you got to right. get there at 530 so everybody can get there. And not many men want to meet at 530 in the morning. So we just all get the same app, all got on the same devotion, and we discuss the devotion that way. So there's an accountability is what I'm trying to say. If yeah. I don't read that devotion with those men that day, I have a group of men that say, why didn't you read your Bible today, Pastor? You know, right. and, that, and I, and I it, it's accountability. It's, it's, well, tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, today. You've got to do it today because you're in community. I think that's a, you know, if you want to go upward, maybe going upward alone is good, but going upward with others. Right. You know, maybe if you haven't developed the habit yet, a good yep. way to start is with a group of people that want to go upward. Yeah, and I think we're going to talk about that in just a little bit in more detail, but you're absolutely right. Right on. Absolutely good. right. So upward, what else? You said there's three. Yeah. The second one is go inward. Mm-hmm. Uh, Socrates is credited with the following words, the unexamined life is not worth living. Yeah. Uh, now, now, some leaders take self-examination to an extreme, an unhealthy extreme, <laughs> right? And uh, we get so self-critical yeah. Well, we convince ourselves that we're pretty much uh, worthless. Yeah, that's not good. And that's not good. Uh, other Others go to the opposite end of the uh, spectrum, and they never pause to ask self-reflective questions. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, Charisma Magazine listed some really awesome uh, questions, and this article was entitled, 10, Qu- Ten Questions All Christians sh- Should Ask Themselves. Yeah. 
that caught my attention, so I thought I, I better read that. But yeah. here's a, here's like three of them, Jim, that really stood out to me that I thought were really good. Uh, the first one, am I seeking God commensurate to the call and assignment of God in my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought that was powerful. You know, the more influential you become, uh, the more opportunities are going to come your way, most yeah. likely. Yeah. But the more that can crowd God out of your world. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think that's a, a great reflective question. Yeah. Here's another one. Uh, am I solely focused on the outer world of goals and objectives and accomplishments, or am I also paying attention to my inner man? Mm-hmm. You know, that call of God to grow in love, in, right. in humility, and in, in living for his glory. Right, seeking fruit, right, internal fruit that becomes external fruit for others to it. enjoy. You yeah. got it. And then the third question, am I surrounding myself with people who can bring me to the the next level of God's purpose. Yeah. Man, who am I surrounding myself with? Yeah. And uh, are the people in my life go go getters in the term in terms of their walk with Jesus? Right. Do they challenge me? Right. Uh, to uh, think more deeply about things like that. To to uh, walk clo- more closely to the Lord. To yeah. um, allow the fruit of the Spirit to be developed in my life. I need people like that in my life. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I think taking time to just take a step back and ask ourselves some of these reflective questions, uh, pretty painful at times what the Lord will show you. Yeah. You know, we, we had a, a, I think like most churches, we have a men's ministry that is kind of come and gone with leadership that's come and gone and different things, you know, good days and bad days and good seasons, bad seasons. So I, I had a group of men. I, I just, the men that I just was looking around one Sunday said, I respect you. Would you come to my house Saturday for breakfast? I'll cook for you. And I did it a bunch of times, and 30 guys showed up to my house. And I said, I have one question. Got to try a race board. How did you men become you? I, mm-hmm. I want more of you. Yeah. And, and I don't know how to make more of you. And most of you don't come to anything we do that's called men's ministry. So what? how, do you, how did you become you? It wasn't a monthly breakfast. What, what was it? And with without a single exception, every one of them were involved in a community of men that you know they went on a missions trip together and they just stayed friends or they were at work and it was the bible study and they they met every day or that there was an accountable godly mature group of men that led an, an immature semi-godly young man into maturity yeah. so without exception i think that community element is so important and we it's what jesus did he didn't say here's my book read it he said here here i am follow me right. and, I, and i will make you yeah exactly yeah right on so we've got the upward, we got the inward, and the, and that really kind of flows into this uh, third one, Jim, to go outward. Yeah, and uh, and that's and I think we already said this: hang around others who are passionate followers and worshipers of Jesus. You know, get involved in a small group of leaders. You can grow together with spiritual leaders. Are the worst at this, Jim. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we we the ministry sets us up for isolation. Yeah, unless we're intentional. Yeah. Uh, and there are reasons why leaders are afraid to be in a, in a group sure. of guys and to open the kimono and share. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I understand, you know, why yeah. that is. I, I get that. But you won't finish your race while by yourself. Yeah. Um, whoever wrote the letter of Hebrews wrote these words, Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. And I think we preachers uh, use that to tell people they should be in church on Sunday. <laughs> and that may be one application of that, yeah. but I think another application of that is for us as as, as leaders, yeah. that we need to be around other leaders. We need yeah. to be in community with other guys and gals yeah. who are, uh, you know, who, who share a similar calling. Yeah. 
So important and so refreshing too. I, I, I love being around a group of pastors, even if it's just to vent a little bit because everybody's got these great stories. Yeah. And we all have the same people in our church. They just have different names to protect the innocent, you know, but they, but we all have the same stories when someone tells a story. It's like, I know a guy like that. I used to have a guy like that. Or yeah. I, have a, I have a woman like that now in my church. I, I love those stories. It's it's not commiserating. It's just, it's uh, it lets you know you're not alone, you yeah. know? And that, that's kind of one side of it. But the other side is, what, what have you been reading lately? What's God saying to you? I, I'm, right. I'm wrestling with this issue, fellas, which, you know, what did you do when you got here? Man, those answers, like why, why invent the wheel when there's so many around us that God has given testimony to for our sake Correct. and we're ignoring their, their wisdom. It's, I don't, I, I love books. I do, but I, I love friends more because I can mm. call a friend when I don't understand what they said or when right. I tried it and it didn't work. Yep. And I, that relationship in the, in the ministry is so crucial. So you promised me then if I do these things, I'll finish well, John, is that the, I'm not uh, promising. Yeah. <laughs> Um, going upward, going inward, and going outward won't guarantee a great finish. Yeah. But I think they greatly increase our chances. I agree. And if you if you study those who finish well, these this is this is in all of them. This yeah. is something they all have. And there is the occasional, you know, anomaly where someone is completely isolated and dying in prison. But when they have that, their their writings that we have all speak of the intimacy of Jesus in that prison cell. Jesus becomes the sole source of that. Like right. The watchman knees and the uh, Apostle Paul's, they all speak of an intimacy and in, in isolation with right. Christ. Right on. So I, I hope that everybody that just heard that makes this decision. I think if there's one decision they can make, you know, last week we talked about sleep. I think that's, that's a foundational issue. This is a proactive thing. This yes. is uh, what, what we do and don't do will come out of community. Right. Yeah. You know, my mom used to say, you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Yeah. Same, same thing's true today, isn't it? We're a little yep. bit older than when my mom first said that, but it's still true. Still things true. So next week we've got this thing coming up. Um, and, and this is probably scripturally universal when, when God is speaking to us, God's leading us, God's telling us what to do. And we add it up and it doesn't make any sense. This right. is, these are the burning bushes and the shouting giants and the, uh, Go to a land I'll show you later, but take your friends and family and and take off in a direction. You know this is this is t- this is obedience. Right. This is, I, I you know tell me the plan and I'll go do it as long as you tell me the beginning, the middle, and the end. And God sometimes says I'll just show you the next step. That's right. And that's all we get. Tell us a little bit about next week's podcast. So so I really want to talk about what what do you do when God leads you down a path that seems illogical? Yeah. Um, you know some people have done some incredibly stupid things. <laughs> In the name of God told me to do this. Yeah. Right? Every junior high schooler that breaks up with his girlfriend. It's, it's an <laughs> act of obedience. God spoke to me. So what do you do? You know, when, yeah. when you feel God's directing you to do something, it makes no sense. And even some of those in your inner circle yeah. raise their eyebrows when you share what you believe God is asking you to do. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, you know, we'll explore some ideas yeah. that will hopefully help you if you're in a season of decision. And especially if you feel the path God is asking you to take doesn't make total sense. Right on. Good. Well, I look forward to that, and, and I know that our listeners do as well. So thank you so much again for your wisdom and your time. It's always so good just to sit at a, a fountain that we didn't have to dig and make and you know purify and just enjoy what God's given you, John. I, I know that you're available. We haven't talked about this in a few weeks, but I know that if people do have questions or they, they want to talk a little bit or need a, a consultation over the phone, that you're available. Tell, tell us how to get a hold of you. So the best way is go to convergecoach.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, go to uh, contact, 
mm-hmm. and uh, you can uh, reach out to us that way and send me an email and we'll get something set up and we'll start talking. You're just speed dial two. My wife is speed dial one, you're speed dial two. So okay. I, I, I don't want to know how other people you know, reach you <laughs> when they need you. So God bless you and uh, all of everybody, everybody that's out there listening today, we're just so glad that you tuned in. If this has been helpful to you, would you share it with a friend? Would you uh, like it? Would you press buttons that, that help this word to get out? We want to help as many people as we can because there's a huge goal behind Converge Coaching and uh, you got to be a part of it today. God bless you. You're in our prayers and we'll see you again next week. 